ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Ooh, how are we doing out there, folks? Sorry, a bit of a... <laughs> running around this morning like a headless chicken. What's going on? Um, how are we doing out there, folks? It is your Thursday edition of the Probo Show. How are you doing? You're listening live at 8.30 Central European time. Oh, and breath. How's it going, Natch? Very well, thank you. It's Juernes. We're nearly there. It's nearly the end of the week, my dude. Um, let's see who's joining us here live in the chat. Um, we have Born to Ironman, BTI, Eugene joining us from Russia, Vero joining us from Madrid. Uh, let's see. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond, says Vero. If you want to join our friends here live in the show, you can do that at twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. My God, Natch, I'm out of breath. Running between the <laughs> the radio, the microwave. Ah, oh, sorry, I have to have my morning coffee, guys. I have to have my morning coffee. If I don't have it, yeah, no, there's a <laughs> the the risk of um, a murder in the office goes up 100. My God, friends, do we have a show for you? In today's 100 humans, we ask them to name some popular genres of music. Then, in complete the news in the second half. We'll find out what book was removed from um, Florida school libraries. Mm. And um, and today's amazing unpopular opinion is classical music is overrated. Classical music is overrated. What do you think, Natch? Is it overrated? I don't really love it, but I don't think so. <laughs> no, you think it's... Hmm. See, there's the thing. People read this and automatically think, oh... Rob hates classical music. No, I don't. I actually love classical music. But is it weighted? Is it like, is it appropriately, um, is it appropriately loved? You know, is it underrated? Because there's a possibility it could be underrated. How do you think people voted on Instagram before we get into the show? I think they said false. A little, a lot, a lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Let's see how we get into today's argument later on without sounding like um, an ignoramus. <laughs> Richard Vaughn's listening to the show right now going crazy. What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, how are we doing out there? Hello, Edward, The Bridge. Ah, we've got some quality warriors joining us in the live audience today. Um, but I'll tell you what we'll do, guys. I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. Oh, Natch. Today's going to be a day, man. It's meeting day. <laughs> it's the day of meetings. I don't know. I'm feeling lucky today. I slept well last night. The metro wasn't thoroughly depressing this morning. You know? Um, I did get locked out of all my personal accounts on my computer, so I'm incapable of doing any work right now, which is probably also a positive thing. How's your day going so far, Natch? Mm, pretty good. Did you have your, your toast with um, olive yeah. oil? and? Mm, yes. Okay. Okay, see, he's fed. He's had his coffee. <laughs> and how about you guys in the audience? How's your awareness going? Oh my God, I can't wait for the weekend. I can't wait for it. Let's take a look at some news, shall we? Um, did scientists accidentally invent an anti-addiction drug? Seeing, 
Here we go. Científicos inventan accidentalmente un medicamento contra la adic adicción. Right, Nach? Nivelazo. I'm pretty sure my pronunciation was horrendous there. You're very kind. I appreciate it. That was, uh, that was more of a motivational nivelazo, I'm sure. So this is coming from um, The Atlantic, I believe, or Fortune. Yeah, The Atlantic. Um, the article from The Atlantic discusses an unex the unexpected effects of the drug semagl semaglutide, more commonly known as Ozempic, um, which was initially developed for diabetes and weight loss. Users of the drug have reported a decrease in various addictive and compulsive behaviors, such as drinking, smoking, shopping, and nail-biting. Oh. Are you? Do you suffer any kind of addiction, Natch? Anything? Any compulsive behavior? Um, nowadays, I, I don't think so. No, I quit smoking. Uh, well, maybe alcohol. Maybe. That's nah, not compulsive. Do you drink every day? Not every day, but every weekend for sure. <laughs> Just every morning in my conflicts, vodka. <laughs> every Friday for sure. <laughs> I tell you what was what has been hard for me, right? Since I got back from um, the UK, you know, I, I've I've. I've communicated my my struggles with with alcohol to you guys a bunch of times. What's been really hard has been getting back, getting back into my usual life and not drinking. Yesterday was the first day I had zero alcohol since I got back from England. Oh, hallelujah. I can feel I can feel the robness seeping back into my body. Thank God. Bridge here says um Rob, the universe is telling you to take it easy. Yeah, could be. Could be. I don't know. Um, let's continue with this um, article. So no, not even nail-biting, Natch. No, no. You know, you don't, you know, have to turn the door handle three times before you leave the house to make sure it's properly... Not, nothing. No. Dude, I'm a, am I just a bag of crazy? I'm a bag of crazy. I am full of compulsive behaviors. <laughs> um, things that I do on accident... Things that I do um, uh, purposefully, yeah, full of compul compulsions, like my drinking, drinking coffee, smoking, drinking. <laughs> um, I persistently lock my keys outside of my house, which is dangerous because I have, like, I live on the ground floor, so anyone could walk in. God. All right, okay. So I'm seeking, um, I'm seeking psychiatric help. Thanks, Natch. Thanks for the clarification, dude. <laughs> um, so the um, the drug Ozempic. This has been caught. This has caught the attention of addiction researchers as semi semaglutide seems to affect the brain's reward circuitry, potentially altering the urge for addictive substances and behaviors. I can't believe that Natchez. Not even mobile phones. Not even you don't. Well, yes. Okay, there yes. you go. Mm -hmm. God, Natch, get help, man. <laughs> Get help. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I know he's not addicted to his mobile phone because he doesn't check it. Oh, I am. I am. I think I am. Yeah? How I'm, often? At least for looking at it, not yeah, interacting, yeah. but looking at it, yes. Yeah. How often? How how many times an hour do you look at your phone, do you think? Maybe, no, I don't, I haven't counted, but uh, I don't know, 10. 10 times an hour? Maybe. Get help. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> medicamento, says um, the bridge. Thank you for the clarification. Edward says, it's a drug against drugs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, come on. <gasps> Remember the days when you wanted to quit something, you stopped doing it? <laughs> and we've got a pill for that nowadays. 
Why? How is it that pharmaceuticals are turned into the new app store? <laughs> We've got an app for that. I've got a drug for that. Want to quit drugs? I've got a drug for that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, let's continue. Clinical trials are underway to explore its effectiveness um, in treating addictions like alcohol and smoking. The drug's long-term impacts, particularly on the brain, are still unknown. Oh, there you go. Yeah, best put that in people then, eh? <laughs> we don't know the long-term effects on the brain, so, you know, you just take two of those. You'll be fine. Don't worry so much. Um, but it offers promising avenue for addiction treatment. There you go, a Zempic. Um, did scientists accidentally invent an anti-addiction drug? Um, again, all the links for the news that we use on the show will be available on um, the pro Professional Bohemian uh, Patreon after the show. By the way, Monday's Monday's show, or Tuesday's, I can't remember which, but one of the shows this week um, it is open and free to access um, on um, on my Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. All right, let's continue. Now, here's, here was a good um, editorial piece written by a man called Royce Branning. Royce Branning. He's the co-founder and CEO of ClearSpace. ClearSpace is, um, is an app or it's, a, it's technology that is designed to fight. Natch, are you ready? Strap yourself in. The first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> ClearSpace is an app or a, a, a piece of technology designed to help you fight mobile phone addiction clear space notch just you know <laughs> um so here's the article it's um it's a editorial piece in fortune.com steve jobs thought devices would become a bicycle for the mind steve jobs pensaba que los dis dispositivos se convertirán en una bicicleta para la mente steve jobs thought these were going to be exercise it was going to be like exercise for the mind. But the effect on our brains is similar to that of smoking and junk food. Uh, pero el efecto en nuestros cerebros es similar al, um, al del tabaco y comida basura. So there you go, Natch. Stop. Stop with the smoking and, <laughs> and junk food. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just gonna enjoy this sense of superiority for a second, Natch. I'm just going to swim in it for a bit. <laughs> So the article, in this article, Royce Banning discusses the paradoxical evolution of technology from Steve Jobs' vision of personal computers as bicycles for the mind to the current reality where smartphones and social media negatively impact our mental health. It is a fascinating article. Again, I will um, drop the link in my Patreon. So, similar to the effects of smoking and junk food, for example, um, Americans spend over four hours daily on their phones. E I don't think I spend that much. Would you? Do you think you spend around four hours a day on your phone? Uh, no, no. I'd say I don't know. I have no like evidence. I don't count. But I'd say max ugh, about an hour, maybe hour a day, which still isn't that good. I spend an hour a day talking to you. <laughs> Or my family. Or my girlfriend. <laughs> so I maybe have a closer relationship with my mobile phone than I do. <laughs> Other humans. Don't judge me. Stop judging me. <laughs> uh, the bridge says, The only addiction I um, needed a brain hemorrhage to, qu to quit was my nail biting, says the bridge. Just think, after 45 years, I needed a brain hemorrhage. That was an addiction. Um, my only real addiction. 
Yeah, I bite my nails too. Yeah, I'm just a bundle of nerves and problems, Natch. It's a true story. Um, Vero says, I guess the people who are watching you live right now are addicted to Vaughn and Twitch. That's a positive addiction. <laughs> Think of the Probo Show. Think of the Probo Show as, um, as a balm to your other addictions. <laughs> um, so with many acknowledging um, addiction to these um, substances, quite in contrary to uh, Steve Jobs' original vision, the article points out um, the misalignment between humans' attention and the attention demanded by screens, but offers optimism by drawing parallels with historic issues like smoking. Uh, public awareness, policy changes and cultural shifts and technological advances helped reduce smoking rates, suggesting a similar approach could work, work for digital well-being. Yeah, it is a problem. I mean, I don't think you're on your own, Natch, by being completely addicted. <laughs> it's going to get worse the more I talk about it. By having like this, this very serious problem that you have <laughs> with your mobile phone. I don't think you're alone. I mean, a lot of us suffer from it. I used to be much worse than I am now. I used to be kind of addicted to Twitter. I used to like be a social media fiend. But you know, I do. I I, I kind of stopped that behavior not through my not through noticing my own behavior, but by seeing it in others and knowing about the, my compulsive nature. Kind of started to cut it out of my own life. And let me tell you, it feels a lot better. It feels a lot better. Uh, yes, this space is a positive addiction, says uh, The Bridge. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. <laughs> um, all right, so that's um, that's a, an interesting little um, editorial piece in um, in fortune.com. Where do we go? Let's, go? let's go to some entertainment news from Variety. Martin Scorsese. Okay, Martin Scorsese's new Jesus film... So Martin Scorsese is making a film about Jesus. Martin Scorsese's new Jesus film is 80 minutes long and aims to take away the negative associations with organized religion. La nueva película de Jesus, or Jesús, de Martin Scorsese dura 80 minutos y busca eliminar las asociaciones negativas con la religión organizada. Nancy's freaking out right now. He's like, you've developed a positive addiction to language learning, Rob. Yes, I have, Natch. <laughs> was that okay? Was that good? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. It wasn't the it wasn't the the confident nod I usually get. <laughs> Martin Scott says he is developing a new film um, based on uh, Shusaku Endo's book, A Life of Jesus. Set mostly in the present day and aiming for a timeless feel. The film, expected to be around 80 minutes long, will focus on Jesus' core teachings without proselytizing. Scorsese will soon turn 81 and intends to make the film more accessible and counteract the negative associations with organized religions. He has com um, completed the screenplay with Kent Jones and plans to start shooting later this year. So there you go, yeah. Um, a, a movie about uh, Jesus set in the modern day. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure of um, Shinu Endo's, uh, Shusaku Endo's book, A Life of Jesus. But let's see how it works out. Religious movies tend to do pretty well in the box office. You know what I like most about this is the movie is 80 minutes long. I don't feel like I have to cancel the milk before I go to the cinema to see it. <laughs> 
Um, let's see. I guess people... Um, yes, this space is a positive addiction. Rob has overworked the elves. I have. I'm putting them through their paces today. How are you doing, Cameron? Welcome, welcome. Cameron says, good morning. Beautiful people. All right. On that note, let's finish off with the news there. Um, we've spoken about Jesus movie, <laughs> tech, and addiction. Perfect. Great start to the day. Let's get on to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. It is Unpopular Opinion time, but what even is an Unpopular Opinion? Let me tell you, folks. An Unpopular Opinion is a brain fart. Un pedo cerebral, un pedo mental, una rayada. I share it with you on my social media. Um, and you guys are pine there. As we uh, discovered earlier on in the show... Um, today's unpopular opinion was a false vote. Um, people disagreed in the range of 72%. But what is the unpopular opinion? It is that classical music is overrated. Um, la musica classica está sobrevalorada. True or false? Hmm. I mean, we're taught to believe that it is the... Um, it is the 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 real birth of um, of music and melody was classical music, but how much truth is there to that? Do you see it as elitist? Is there a certain elitist appeal to classical music that um, other genres don't enjoy? Let's dig into that right now. I thoroughly tortured those elves, those poor elves, this morning, and they gave me some uh, pro and con answers. Let's get into those right now. So in the pro column, agreeing that classical music is overrated. First of all, Natch, you said false, right? How many hours a day do you listen to classical music? No, I don't really like it. Okay. <laughs> so you don't think it, and you don't think it's... No, but I don't like it, but I understand the complexity <laughs> and, the, and the talent you have to have. Yeah, to yeah. It. Do you, would you agree that um, any kind of music production requires quite a lot of talent? No, 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 no. Not the same amount, definitely. No? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, no, I can do reggaeton, for example, and I can't do <laughs> classical music. I would pay to hear a Natch reggaeton song. <laughs> Where do I have to, who do I have to speak to to make that happen? <laughs> I will do the vocals. If you do, if you, if you produce it, Natch, I, I thoroughly support that initiative. An anti-reggaeton reggaeton song. Give me that gasolina. <laughs> Where do I, who do I have to speak to? <laughs> Guys, if you want to make this happen, you know, you have to find him on Instagram and pressure him. Natch reggaeton song right now. <laughs> um, so in the pro column, let's see. Niche appeal. Classical music often perceived as highbrow. Um, highbrow meaning, you know, um... Again, I don't want to use the word elitist, but, you know, highbrow pertaining to a more intellectual um, faction of society. Classical music, often perceived as highbrow, may not resonate with the broader public, especially in the area dominated by pop, rock, and other contemporary genres. This can lead to the perception that its widespread acclaim is disproportionate to its actual appeal. And I think this really um, nails down the, the real argument for me, is the fact that he, it has this um, almost special kind of place in our hearts and minds, but it is disproportionate to the actual appeal it holds. As you heard Natch saying there, 
No, I mean, I don't like it. I don't listen to it. <laughs> this is from a man who spends 12 hours a day on his mobile phone. Hashtag confirmed. <laughs> Doesn't listen to classical music, though. He's all about that reggaeton jam. <laughs> um... But even he, um, as someone who doesn't kind of consume the music, and, and even and me too, as a musician, I play guitar, I play piano. Um, I have a love for classical music. I do. I love and appreciate classical music. But do I listen to it? Not really, sadly enough. I mean, when given the choice of genres to listen to, classical music isn't even in the top five. So why is it I kind of have this appreciation when it seems disappro disappropriate, um, no, disappropriate, uh, disproportionate um, to the amount I actually engage with the genre? Hmm. Um, next in the pro column, classical music can sometimes be seen as less accessible, both in terms of understanding its complexities and in terms of attending live performances, which are often seen as exclusive events with, um, with a certain etiquette potentially alienating new audiences. Have you ever been to a classical music show, Natch? No. I have. I have. Um, once. Once. I had um, one particular girlfriend who tried to... <laughs> tried to give me culture. Poor thing. <laughs> it didn't last. <laughs> but no, I did go and see some classical music um, uh, in he right here in Madrid. It was an amazing show, and I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I definitely hope it's not the last... I've been to one classical music show as a musician. I've been to maybe a thousand rock shows. <laughs> Who do you think draws more audiences, Natch? Mozart or, or Megadeth or Metallica? Metallica. Yeah, dude. Dude. Slipknot. You know? Do you think in a hundred years people are going to be saying, wow, Corey Taylor, <laughs> Slipknot. Ooh, let's put on some Slipknot over dinner, dear. <laughs> open um, uh, open a glass of wine let's listen to some Slipknot hmm. uh, next um, uh, perception of elitism the culture surrounding classical music can sometimes be perceived as elitist or pretentious creating a barrier for people who might otherwise enjoy the genre and finally critics might argue that classical music overly reveres its past focusing on composers and works from centuries ago while they're neglecting more contemporary or innovative musical expressions um what was uh, i mean in the modern day how do we engage with classical music what is the new classical music i mean i would argue maybe film scores where composers are creating pieces of music hmm maybe film scores you know Interesting. Interesting. Now for the cons. In the con column saying, whoa, 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 Baldy, put the brakes on. Um, uh, classical music is not overrated. Que no es sobrevalorado. Vamos. Historical and cultural significance. Classical music has a rich history deeply intertwined with the cultural and artistic developments of Western society. Its influence on broader spectrum of music and the arts is profound and enduring. True story. There are still certain melodies you can hear repeated over and over again in modern popular music, in modern rock. You know, and I'm not even kidding there. In heavy metal, you can hear the roots of certain Baroque classical styles. And I'm a big fan of rock. You know, the virtuosity of a, of a, of a thrash metal guitarist can only be seen really anywhere else in classical music on the violin, piano. 
So I find this a fascinating topic. Um, complexity and depth. Classical compositions often exhibit a level of complexity and depth um, and emotion that is unparalleled. The skill in both composition and performance required to create these works is highly respected and admired. That You know, the elves are saying that, Natch, because they haven't heard your reggaeton yet and the virtuosity and, and melody within. <laughs> Natch, no kidding. Can I, <laughs> I really want you to do this. Can we do it and premiere it on the promo show? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, I can't do it, but I, I, I'm not going to do it. So no. <laughs> I mean, no one will think less of you, Natch. We'd only admire you more. Anyway, let's continue. Um, educational value. Learning and listening to classical music has been linked to numerous benefits, including improved concentration, memory, and stress reduction. And finally... Um, many classical pieces have withstood the test of time, continuing to be celebrated, performed, and loved centuries after their creation. True story. Guys, you have done a good job in the chat. Um, and I am going to read all your comments. Comments from Vero, Carmen, um, Symbol, The Bridge, all here in the chat. And we're going to get to those after the break. The second half of the show, the most interactive. And I'm looking forward to interacting with you. Twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian come and check us out live friends so many things you could have been doing this morning but instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me in the natch and it means the absolute world guys i will see you in a few short minutes hey guys if you'd like to support the show you can do so on patreon that's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian there you'll find FODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are you doing out there? You're listening to the Probo Show live at 9 a.m. Unless you're one of our golden gods. One of these beautiful angels that download the podcast. How is it that every day there are more and more of you? I have no idea, guys. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Thank you for rating the podcast. Dude, five stars on um, on Spotify, Natch. Five stars. Go on. We're loving it. We're loving it. Um, I think five of those are for you. <laughs> four point four point nine are for Natch, and then one point one of one of those stars is for me. There you go. Uh, let's see how many um, how many. Wow, we got a lot of comments today. You guys are on fire. Um, actually, a lot of people, a ton of people, voted for this um, unpopular opinion today. Um, on Instagram. If you want to join us on Instagram, be involved in those preliminary votes, you can do that on Instagram at arroba professional bohemian. That's bohemio profesional, pero in inglés. Um, I'm just seeing here, Vero asking Rob, how many coffees have you drunk so far today? <laughs> how many do you think, Natch? Knowing me, how many do you think? Two. This is my second. Thank you for the faith. Thank you for the faith, because sometimes, or normally I would have had um, two before coming into work, and then one at work. This is my second. Being a good boy. I'm going to try for this to be the last coffee of the day. I've been cutting down by one cup a day, guys. Just want to be around. I want to be living a little longer for you. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, we got a ton of comments on the unpopular opinion, but if you're just tuning in now, what did you miss? We um, took a look at a new drug 
coming out that um, uh, that may help people overcome addiction. Um, uh, it was a piece of news by The Atlantic. Did scientists accidentally invent an anti-addiction drug? Yes, a drug that helps you stop taking other drugs. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, then we looked at um, the paradox between Steve Jobs' original intention for modern technology and, and how it is today. Um, Steve Jobs originally thought that devices like, you know, like smartphones would end up being bicycles for the mind. But instead, um, it's much more similar to um, or it has a similar effect on our brains to junk food and uh, and smoking. The little dopamine machines um, that was uh, by Bryce Branning, uh, Royce Bra- uh, Branning, sorry, the co-founder of ClearSpace, something that Nacho is going to be using to overcome his crippling mobile phone addiction <laughs> and um uh, and then we looked at martin scorsese's new movie about jesus only lasting 80 minutes long and the um uh, and the movie is intended to take away negative associations with organized religion well thank god it's um martin scorsese making it and not roman polanski in that, in that case <laughs> that's a deep cut movie humor sorry guys let's move on to today's unpopular opinion which was um, classical music is overrated. How do you feel about that? Hmm. Well, let's take a look at the chat first of all, because uh, we've got lots of um, lots of messages um, on there. Let's see what people were saying. Um, uh, those elves have been exploited, says Vero. My God. Um, uh, let's see, Vero. False. It has always been said that music tames the wild beast. Classical music helps concentration and even increases the capacity to absorb knowledge. Uh, Eugene, our friend from Russia, says, I spend maybe 10 or 12 hours a day on my phone because it's radio, TV, and internet for me. That's true. I mean, look, we complain about mobile phones, but they are very useful. Very useful. Natch, it's mainly mainly Wordle. (laughs) It's mainly Wordle and feet photos for his OnlyFans. I'm sorry, Natch. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. That's what it is, though. Just so you know. Uh, Carmen, um, who on earth answered true on Insta? A lot of people on Instagram. This was a very, very popular poll. Uh, So a lot of people actually answered true to this one, Carmen. She says, who on earth answered true to this on Instagram? Bad Bunny? (laughs) Bad Bunny, I assume, is um, a modern music artist. I don't know. I don't engage with modern music, guys. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. There, there are a few people that I do follow, but yeah. Um, MJ Symbol is here. Sound cla- soundtracks equals classical music, says Symbol. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. Hans Zimmer, um, John Williams. Anyone who says classical music or the genre classical music. I don't mean classical as in created in the past. Um, uh, anyone who engages with um, movie soundtracks, which is all of us, really, um, are exposed to uh, some kind of classical music. If not, you know, directly using the same instrumentation and composition, um, quite often they are inspired by classical pieces of music. Again, Hans Zimmer, John, John Williams. <sighs> I mean, God, all these, um, all these amazingly talented um, composers and musicians that make music for cinema let's continue anyway um the bridge rob you are being exceedingly naughty today poor natch he's not paying attention he's on his mobile phone right now 
<laughs> He's on the wordle of the day. <laughs> um, uh, Carmen says, um, of course. In fact, um, original soundtracks are often made following deliberately copying classical composers. True story. Um, I And she goes on to say, I think classical music is actually underrated. That could be quite true. Um, let's see, we also have Min here joining us from the Netherlands. Um, Vero says, yeah, so many coffees, so only two today so far. Uh, Drug against drugs equals a brain hemorrhage against nail biting, says uh, the bridge. You don't even know who Bad Bunny is. You did it. Good for you, <laughs> says Carmen. Yeah, I'm living the dream, man. <laughs> I'm living the dream. I have no idea who Bad Bunny is. I, You know, I don't even bother... I used to I used to try and keep so up to date with modern music, so I, was like, I didn't fall behind the times and become like my middle aged relatives at that time, who had no idea about the music that I listened to. And you know, I'm thinking, no, I'm going to stay ahead. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be a cool older person. I sod that. It's not worth it. Have you heard modern music? <laughs> I don't like. It all sounds like music. Natch, maybe you'll understand this. Like. It all sounds like music created by committees. It's the same problem I have with like modern Marvel movies, with modern cinema in general, actually. Unless there's an auto director, they, they all feel like committee-led projects. There is no artist vision behind them. And I hate it. Ugh. Let's put a rap verse in so this song can appeal to the urban music market. Oh, that's how I love to talk about art, folks. The sad thing for me is music is maybe the most easy, easily accessible form of art that there is. Okay, all you have to do is turn on um, whatever device you've got in front of you and you can be absorbing music in the way it was intended. And uh, look what they've done to it. They've turned it into a business. Ugh. So in the first part of the break, I actually, um, yeah, we were, we were going to and fro on this. Um, let me give you some of the comments that I actually received on Instagram with regards to this poll. Um, Elena actually says, I can't agree with that. She says, classical music isn't just background noise. It's rich, complex history of human emotion and intellect. Each piece tells a story. Yeah. You telling me, Elena, that Bad Bunny hasn't got a story to tell? <laughs> I don't know, Natch, but I'm only, I'm assuming it's about face tattoos. Bad Bunny's story. What is it with modern artists and face tattoos? I don't get it. Anyway, I don't, or, or anyone under the age of uh, 30 has just tuned out of the show. <laughs> uh, Josh here says, well, I think it depends on your perspective. For me, it's not about the genre being overrated, but rather about finding the right balance. I mean, there's value in classical music, but let's not ignore the innovations in other music genres. Earlier on, I said um, we talked about the disproportionate nature, right, of of the value we we attribute to classical music and the amount it's consumed. And I said, well, how many people are going to a Metallica concert versus going to um, a classical music concert? And obviously, Metallica are killing it. Yeah, Metallica. That's <laughs> that's the limits of modern music knowledge for me. <laughs> uh, or Muse or whoever. Or Bad Bunny, I don't know. Who's selling out more shows? But that's not the point, is it? I mean, look at art. How many people are consuming um, or creating? How many illustrators out there are drawing little pieces of manga art compared to who are, you know, oil painting? 
<laughs> so it's not the point how many people um, appreciate it. Is the point the amount of effort that goes into its creation? I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an interesting subject for me. It's an interesting subject. Um, MJ Symbol, let's open a bottle of wine and listen to some nice Slipknot while dining, darling. Yeah, that's going to be it. <laughs> In a hundred years' time, Natch, people are going to be um, uh, people are going to be sat around at a dinner party. Mm, uh, sweetheart, would you would you mind pressing play? We have some Cradle of Filth. In the <laughs> on Spotify, <laughs> Cla the new classical friends. Okay, Maria says class calling classical music overrated oversimplifies its impact. Its foundational understanding to music theory has influenced countless generations. It's more about appreciating a role in the broader musical landscape. Great comment there, Maria. Can we get Probo approved for Maria? Robo approved. And Leo says, oh, welcome back, Leo. Um, he says, I get why some people might think it's overrated, especially if they're only exposed to classical in stuffy, formal settings. But mix it with modern beats or in a cool, unexpected way, and you'll see it's timeless. Also very true. Also very, very true. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's get back to this. Is it over overrated? Um, we have results for the poll. Let's get into those right now. So I made this statement that classical music is overrated. You guys said... 80% false. Yeah. Okay. So what my thoughts on this? What my thoughts on this? Um, yeah, it's clearly not overrated. It depends... How you think about um, how we, how we appreciate things, right? Does popularity um, is popularity an indication of quality? I would say not. I mean, look at the most modern blockbusters. We'll tell you that, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Barbie, one of the one of the highest rated movies of twenty twenty three. I believe it actually took more at the box office than Oppenheimer, right? Two very different movies, in terms of um, uh, in terms of the weight and artistry behind them. Not to say Barbie was bad; I thoroughly enjoyed it. But it was a movie, and Oppenheimer was a film, right? Um, popularity isn't in, isn't an indication of quality, friends. Um, an appreciation for classical music is not an appreciation of a musical genre. It's a, an appreciation of history. I mean, you don't have to be an elite asshole to appreciate a beautiful melody. I think classical music, I mean, I love art. And as you guys know, I, I regularly attend exhibitions. Um, and again, it's another thing that suffers from the exact same problem as classical music. It's seen as an elitist activity. What classical, what art um, in its purest form needs to do is really rebrand itself. It's not an appreciation of a particular thing. It's more an appreciation of history, of accessing different parts of your brain, thinking critically. You know, I again, I can't speak for Bad Bunny. I've never heard his music. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it doesn't take you on the emotional journey going to a classical concert did. Now, I, I joked before about um, going to this classical show. 
And I'll be honest, it was um, in many ways eye-opening for me. I've always had an appreciation for, for classical music, but wow, the emotional impact of um, all these people, all these um, professional museums, uh, musicians playing in unison, the uplifting nature of it, the emotional journey it took you on. It was something else. If you want a recommendation from me, believe me, I'm not an elitist. You're probably listening to the show. I'm sat here in a t-shirt and a hoodie wearing jeans and sneakers. <laughs> not sat here in a business suit. Um, engage with this kind of thing, guys. If um, uh, Don't let the... Um, uh, don't let... The more classical forms of art, I'm talking here about, um, whether it be painting, if you're a digital artist. Like anyone that I've coached in art, I've always said, pick up a pencil first before you get into the digital art. You need to learn um, uh, what art is when you have no undo button, <laughs> where everything you do is permanent. That's not to say I don't appreciate digital art and I don't appreciate modern music. I do. I do. But I appreciate um, classical music and I appreciate um, analog art in the same way as um, a spyglass through history. These, um, uh, these disciplines that actually birthed um, more modern uh, takes on all these genres. So is it overrated? Is it underrated? I'm not one to answer that. But, um, but I guess you guys are. 80% false so there we go let's move on to today's 100 humans do you think that was an appropriate do you think that the the audience gave us a, an appropriate answer there mm, yes yeah me too why not 80 percent true uh, all right let's get into it guys I, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys and on that walk i encountered 100 humans and i asked them all a question Hmm. Today's question was, name some popular music genres. Um, Min says, I think the idea that's only for these type of people is what makes art form, what makes an art form underrated. You're actually, you're excluding yourself from art by, by form of definition, which is always silly. Art speaks to you or it doesn't. By not liking something because you're not exposed to it uh, by society is silly. Exactly. 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 I always loved art, but I didn't go to my first exhibition until I was in my 30s. Yeah, sad, because I love it now. All right, so name a popular music genre. As always, we go to The Natch first. Natch, go on, uh, lift the lid on this. What's, name a popular music genre. Rock. Rock. Hmm, rock. Wow, I got, um, uh, yeah. Wow, we've got a lot of people answering this on Instagram, too. Uh, rock, says uh, Natch. Vero and Min agree. They both say rock as well. Is rock there? Yes, it is. Well done. Second most popular, um, second most popular answer. 16 of 100 humans also said rock. A big, um, a big uh, thank you. To Andrea, Carmen, Susea, Eric, Pedro, Ravdos, MC Villa, uh, more by, Villa, uh, by Vero, Gemma uh, Resino, Ismartin, Efe, Coco Lavanda, Ana Casan, Pilar, that's all folks, B Lopez, Life.17, Emily, or, and more, who interacted with this on, um, on Instagram. Um, Emily, who else? Emily, 
Gemma, Gemma Racino, and, uh, and more. Vero, MC Villa, Ravdos, Pedro also said rock, and Susea, my God. They also said rock. And it was there. Well done, well done. All right. Let's um, uh, let's go back to the chat. Rhythm and blues. Rhythm and blues says um, says Vero. Rhythm and blues. Hmm. Rhythm and blues. Is it there? No, it's not. Great answer. Rhythm and blues. Um, I see here in the chat, pop, pop music. It is a genre. Pop music. Uh, Ravdos also said pop music. Um, in and more in the chat. My God, <laughs> PR. That's all. Uh, Pilar. That's all, folks. Also said pop on Instagram. Pop. Pop music. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. It's actually the number one answer. My God, you guys. You're killing it. You're killing it. <laughs> Um, Eugene, Eugene uh, playing 3D chess here says classical. <laughs> is classical music there? Of course it is. Well done, Eugene. Seventh most popular answer. Min um, in the chat says hip hop. Hip hop. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, Min. It's actually the third most popular answer with 14 of 100 humans saying hip-hop. Um, we also have drum and bass. Well, electronic music, says um, says Min also. Coco also said pop. She says reggaeton. <laughs> well, does reggaeton fall under electronic music, do you think, Natch? I think, no? Eh, he says no. Well, we do have electronic music here, and a few other people on Instagram said electronic music. Mm, let's see. Yeah, okay. Electronic music. EDM, electronic dance music. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. We pay a bit of attention to all our, our friends on um, on Instagram. Um, we have a few people saying folk. Folk music. Carmen and Ravdos said folk. Sadly, not there. A genre... Yeah, bwah, bwah, bwah. Genre of music I love, by the way. I love folk music. Especially um, modern folk. Hmm. Um, country. Country says Min in the chat. And Ravdos. Country. I got flatbed trucks. Spray on jeans. <laughs> you know, not to perpetuate a stereotype. Um, Life.g17 in um, Instagram also said country. Is country music there? Yes, it is. Well done. The final answer. The final answer only one person got in, um, in the, in, on Instagram. No one in the live chat said it. Ravdos said jazz. Is jazz there? Yes, it is. Well done. Sixth most popular answer with 11 of 100 humans saying jazz. All right, friends, let's get to these answers. I asked 100 humans to name a music genre or a genre of music that is that is popular. In position number seven, we had classical. Well done to Eugene in the chat. No one actually, I know. And Ravdos also in Instagram said classical. 
And thank you to all you guys who interacted with this post, by the way. In position number six, 11 of 100 humans said jazz. Quite um, an intellectual crowd this morning, Natch, on the way, way to work. You know, classical music and jazz. <laughs> In position number five, electronic dance music EDM with 14 of 100 humans. In position number four, we had, oh no, that was EDM. Country was number five, my bad. In position number three, we had hip hop. 14 of 100 humans said that. In position number two, we had rock. And finally, in position number one, with 18 of 100 humans, pop music. I'm having a good time today, by the way, friends. Thank you, thank you. All right, let's move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News! All right, my lovelies, you know how this works. I'm going to give you a real news headline, but I'm going to leave out some important information. Your job in the chat is to identify that missing information with the three options I give you. If you're one of the people watching but not interacting, this is your moment because all you have to write is A, B or C. Here we go. A Florida school district removes blank from libraries, citing a law championed by Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor. But what is it that is missing from these Florida school districts' libraries? Un distrito escolar de Florida retira blank de las bibliotecas. ¿Pero qué es? Is it A, the Bible? Is it B, dictionaries? Diccionarios? Or is it C, atlases and maps? Mapas. Basicamente, an atlas is a book of maps. A, B, or C. A Florida school district removes blank from its libraries. But what is it? Is it A, the Bible, B, dictionaries, or C, atlases and maps? What do you think, Natch? C. You think C, atlases and maps? We don't want people knowing their other countries. <laughs> Okay, A, B, or C. The chat seems to be um, angling towards B right now. Although we have all three um, options represented in the chat. People seem to be leaning on B here. B, dictionaries. Which puts um, Natch and the chat at opposition today. So let's see who's right. Okay, Florida School District removes... The answer is B, dictionaries. Well done, chat. Well done. You may have lost at, is it Pornhub or YouTube yesterday? But you kicked ass at today's Complete the News. It was, in fact, dictionaries being removed from a Florida school district um, library. So um, uh, several dictionaries, including the American Heritage Children's Dictionary and Webster's Dictionary for Students, have been removed from a school district's libraries. Um, This action is in response to concerns that these dictionaries might violate um, a Florida law signed by Governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, which allows residents to demand the removal of books that describe sexual conduct. God damn it. A school district removing libraries, Natch. This is the darkest timeline. 
All right, my friends. Well, look, that's all we've got time for on today's edition of the Pro Bowl Show. Thank you for um, joining me live, all of those of you that did so. Thank you for listening, all those of you who are listening. Thank you for downloading, all those of you angelic beings who listen to the podcast. Thanks to you, Natch. I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.